0: a month now since my last podcast and I ain't fucking tripping, alright? For those of you who are still listening, I appreciate the fuck out of it. Special shout out to, uh, I believe it's pronounced Maya, listening from Germany, okay? Uh, I appreciate the fucking... I appreciate it. Just leave it at that. Yeah, well, I'll leave it at that. I appreciate the support. Yes, I appreciate you vibing with me. I appreciate you sending the fucking messages and you know letting me know about the, not just Instagram posts, but the podcast as well. Yes, for those of you who don't follow on the gram, OG underscore Ice Nice 13 is where you can find me. Believe me when I say that I love being in conversation with y'all motherfuckers, because although I said, as I said it before, although I'm the one doing this fucking podcast, I understand full well that i do not exist in isolation that's going to be the whole point about this particular episode right about not existing in isolation so um when when you know when i get people to reach out to me and tell me like you know like hey dog i fuck with what you're saying this is what i believe like i think that you know you should consider this i appreciate the fuck out of it man just because hey it lets me know i'm not talking to myself like the eminem song it feels like i'm talking to myself right um so it lets me know that first and foremost but more importantly, it allows me to take the ideas that you have and, you know, fuck with them in a way that I can further elaborate on what it is, the message that I'm trying to put forth, the beacon, if you will, that I'm trying to throw out there, right? So, um, yeah, let's get into it, homie, because I got a lot of fucking shit that I'm trying to get through, okay? And uh, I guess the most obvious one is obviously, you know, uh, it's the recurring theme in these last couple of episodes, why... It's taken so long to get this podcast out. Ain't shit changed, dog. Ain't shit changed. But the Swisher, okay. Still dealing with the fucking emotional fallout of the passing of my brother to the Mikoln, okay. And uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you, bro. It's 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 not going it's not going well, right? I mean, I'm getting through it, obviously, but it's uh, to get through it, you got to go through it first. And your homie's going through it, dog, okay. Which is expected for anybody who's ever lost somebody, especially somebody that they hold very dearly. You know what I mean? So um i'm not trying to fucking put forth the idea like oh no i'm fucking you know i'm not gonna make it because i'll make it dog i'll make it right but (laughs) it's weathering those torrential storms in the meantime it's been a motherfucker bro and uh, honestly it's been overwhelming bro from an emotional level right um and even i guess (laughs) at a surface level because in all honesty i'm not ready to fully engulf myself into the emotional torrents that are raging if you will following the fucking you know the death of my brother dog um I guess you know one of the biggest reasons is you know just because of how painful it really is. You know what I'm saying? And uh, in an or- in an effort to avoid that pain, I've kind of just been, I've kind of just been uh, existing, Doug. I have not been really living. You know what I mean? And that's going to be the central gist about this fucking podcast today, specifically how it parlays with education and shit. You know what I mean? But um, what I mean by that is like I've honestly just been. I've I've collapsed into a lot of my addictive tendencies, bro. And uh, in an effort to, you know, alleviate and numb the pain, if you will, from having to deal with the fallout of my brother's passing, but also to just fucking like take my mind off of shit. You know what I mean? So some of the addictions is obviously for me, at least, uh, you know, a little bit of alcohol consumption, (laughs) not as bad as it used to be, as we'll talk about here shortly, but also like social media, definitely social media, right? Just mindlessly scrolling social media, um and the like you know what i mean so uh because of that i haven't really directed much energy and effort into this fucking into this podcast shit doc i haven't sat down to read i haven't sat down to write none of that because i know the second that i do is when those emotions are going to fucking come to the surface and then you know i'm not it's not that i'm avoiding them but i'm trying to deal with them on my own like uh on my own time you know what i mean as opposed to just being completely overwhelmed and completely un- undertaken into the emotional turret uh, you know uh, be- uh, uh undertow through these emotions i'm trying to like like a dam if you will i'm trying to like process them and filter them in a damn like process where you know i can get through the day without being a complete fucking emotional wreck you know what i mean and part of that entails that i don't i i honestly don't have time to do the things that you know i normally do because when i do do that kind of shit that's when those fucking emotions come full tilt front and center you know what i mean uh, as I was sitting down to prepare this podcast for today, yesterday, that's, that's what happened. Like I, I allowed myself that space. I was like, all right, I have this whole fucking day to myself and I can actually sit here and engage with these emotions in such a way where I know it's going to fuck me up and it's going to fuck me up for a long time, but I have this entire day to be able to deal with them. So let's fucking make something of that shit. You know what I mean? Let's not let it go to waste, if you will. Not Not to waste because it doesn't go to waste. It's helping me, but... Let's be creative about it. Let's let's be creative through a destruction, right? The destruction of the fucking, the barrier, if you will, that I put up to keep myself from having to deal with those emotional issues. You know what I'm saying? And uh, in writing this and and preparing this podcast, uh, one thing that I realized is just how very upset my brother would be, right? If he knew the reason why that I hadn't actually been sitting down to write or read or podcast, you know what I mean? And, you know, it'd be obviously because of, you know, the sadness with his passing. Now, just to be clear... He wouldn't be upset that I'm sad with his passing. That's nonsensical. What he would be upset about is that I'm allowing the sadness to keep me to fucking, you know, from doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. My purpose here on Tlatik Pak. You know what I'm saying? I I know my purpose. I've shared this purpose with my brother. You know what I mean? My purpose is to take the pain and fucking transmute it through fucking love. You know what I mean? And share it in a philosophical way in an effort to, in a hopes of trying to, you know, help others in the, you know, uh, who are going through some similar shit. You know what I mean? I know it's one of the things that me personally, I've always lamented when I was younger is I never felt, I never felt as though I had somebody that, you know, I could look to and be like, yo, this motherfucker, this bitch, like these motherfuckers, you know, like they motherfuck, they, they know what's up. Like they feel me, they, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm lying a little bit. Like there's a, there's been a few, you know what I mean? But the point I'm trying to say is like, it's fucking few and far between in this mass produced culture, bro. That's just in this culture that lacks any sort of what I perceive to be at least, like I'm gonna to sound arrogant and pretentious, but it is what it is, homie. This culture is not one of fucking depth. You know what I mean? It's very shallow and superficial. And because of that, it took me a very long time to be able to find fucking peoples, you know, that I felt as though <clears throat> weren't being authentic in a way that resonated deeply enough with me for me to be like, I fucking vibe with this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Social media has helped that out considerably. But, you know, for those of us who are as old as I am, about to be in my mid-30s already, you understand full well because you've been there the struggle before social media what it was like to live to just like the radio and mtv era you know what i mean it was very vapid very fucking soul-sucking and consuming and uh so you know as i started this hood philosophy shit part of the goal was to be like yo i i don't want to be that i don't want to continue to be that first and foremost because we'll talk about here i kind of went down that road myself but more importantly like i i I'm not going to go out until the good night, homie, knowing that I had I had the ability just slightly even to change that. And I didn't because I was being a fucking weak bitch that didn't wasn't able to deep down or to dig deep down and find the strength necessary to keep it moving despite the pain. And, you know, this was the pain that I was dealing with before the passing of my brother and still the pain to this day. So when I said my brother would be upset about being, that's what I'm talking about. He's like, yo, I know this because this is how we were raised. Dog. We were raised by my grandfather. He would always tell us like, siempre para adelante. That's Spanish for... Always move forward, very roughly translated. You know what I mean? It's like, just keep it moving, dog. Just keep going forward, no matter what. Siempre para adelante. You got to keep it moving forward, no matter what. No matter how difficult the shit might be, no matter how fucking deep the pain might be, siempre para adelante. You know what I mean? So as I was sitting down to write this podcast, I felt like a fucking piece of shit because I was like, yo, I haven't been keeping it moving. You know what I mean? I haven't been moving it forward. And because of that, my brother would be very disappointed in me. And the whole point now, for me at least, is, well, one of the points that I'm living for is to try to keep his memory alive. And to do so is fucking, you know, to honor the way that he lived. And that is by pushing forward, bro. We're talking again about someone who got the cancer diagnosis and kept it entirely to himself because he did not want life to stop for anybody. Not even himself, bro, until the very end when it did. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) as I was writing this podcast, I was like... Oh, I got to do just that, bro. Okay, but um, unfortunately, rather than being able to drop a new podcast based off of like new fresh ideas, I I, because I haven't been I honestly haven't been sitting down to read. I haven't you know, it's just not it's not the the energy hasn't been there, bro. So what I did is I kind of just I I was digging in the crates a little bit, homie. I went digging back in the crates and I threw I'm going to go a little bit of a throwback shit with this podcast episode. okay? and uh, that's not to say that it isn't in line with everything that this podcast is. Right, because if anything, it's actually the foundational shit for this hood philosophy shit, dog. And uh, this podcast by, by proxy, you know what I mean? And what I mean by that is like before, before everything that this is, like this podcast, this little small podcast with the fucking lovely little following that I appreciate the fuck out of, right? And before the fucking Hood Philosophy Instagram account and, you know, the similar thing with the following there, it was just me sitting in my fucking room writing, you know what I mean? Working out through some fucking, just some deep shit that I was going through at the time, dog. And uh, I'm going to just keep it as simple as possible. Because it's, it's necessary to get to where I am gonna where I would like to get to by the end of this podcast. And uh, where I was was in a fucking pit of nihilistic despair, homie. And uh, what happened is that I had basically just made an effort, yo, I, like around the age 30, about five years ago, to just try to rid myself of all this fucking conspiratorial shit that I, you know, was so deeply involved in with my whole life. And I scare quote consp- the conspiratorial shit, yo, because it's not really conspiratorial at all. It's just very hypercritical. You know what I mean? and uh but i felt as though i was at a point in my life when it really hadn't done much for me okay and that perhaps it was even i considered becoming a a, a hindrance to me becoming a better more successful self you know what i mean at least as defined by way of the western world so because of that i put it all aside yo, and i started trying to i trying being the key word here to buy into this narrative of what we're told makes up for a good life you know what i mean and uh All it did for me is I ended up as a fucking alcoholic loser who, honestly, bro, at one point I was sleeping like 18 hours a day, you know what I mean? And uh, the only time that I was awake, uh, they were fucking, those hours that I was awake, bro, they were fucking terrible. Hence, you know, the alcoholism, right? Um, And it even got to the point, homie, and this is not that long ago, so I'm telling you, like, this is not that long ago. It even got to the point, it even got to the point where I was just like considering to myself. Well, what, what the fuck? What what is the point of this all, bro? Like, what am I doing? There's not. This doesn't seem to be fucking leading me to any sort of you know happiness. And uh, I, I honestly can't imagine myself fucking continuing to live this life for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Now, um, this is weird to say, bro, because I've never really been one that struggled. I guess I. How can I put this? It got to the point of like suicidal ideation, bro. It was that fucking crucial. Okay, and it's just weird for me to say because, especially with the passing of my brother, dog. Now, more than ever, I realize just how precious life is and how beautiful this experience is, and how we should actually value it, despite what you know, Western reductive materialism wants to tell us the Western world in general, okay, which is what we'll talk about here shortly. But it is something to value, you know what I mean? But it's weird because I couldn't get to this point that I am today without first going through that fucking dark night, you know what I mean? Those many dark nights of the soul that I'm sure we've all had, bro, but for me personally, came you know, when uh, in during my, uh, my, uh, my thirties, my early thirties, like fresh 30, like a 30 year old, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, going through that pit of nihilistic despair when you realize like, damn, if this Western reductive world is so true, this is fucking, there's, there's not much to this, bro. And I, I'm, I'm not happy now. Uh, like this sleeping 18 hours a day shit and fucking drinking myself retar- fucking, uh, into a blackout coma. Like it's not fucking fun. There's no joy in that. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you get to the point of suicidal fucking despair where you start thinking to yourself, like, well, what's the point of it all? Type shit. You know what I mean? And uh, thankfully for myself, and when I say thankfully, I want to be very fucking generous. I'm not generous, but I want to be very explicit here to state that I'm not trying to cachet, dog, on anybody who has fucking felt themselves at that point and wasn't able to pull themselves back or, you know, somebody who lost somebody because of that kind of shit. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. If anything, my heart fucking breaks for those people. And it is why hood philosophy, one of the central fucking foundational tenets is suicide bro because it's fucking a huge problem and it's something that i'm deeply concerned with not only because i've been to that brink before but because it breaks my heart knowing that other people weren't able to fucking you know find their way back from it and perhaps even took the plunge you know what i mean and uh so you know that's when i start talking about like oh, i don't want to be that person who could have possibly changed the world just a little bit but didn't have the fucking strength that's what i'm talking about bro you know what i mean like When I talk about being a person that other people needed, but having none there because of the vapid society that we're living in, that's what I'm talking about, bro. I never had, when I was younger, people who were talking about this kind of shit that I could look up to and be like, oh, fuck yeah, Like I'm not alone type deal. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal and say I'm holier than now, but I'm just saying it's like, we're all in this shit together, homie. So if I talk about it, then you talk about it, then we all collectively talk about it, not on some hierarchical fucking shit, but on some collective shit, we realize like, yeah, dog. We're pretty fucking... This shit is hopeless right now, but that doesn't mean that it can't get better. You know what I'm trying to say? So uh, I guess <laughs> the whole point that I'm trying to make with that is that giving into this fucking reductive Western world of capitalism, it it, it wasn't very fulfilling, okay? And uh, everything that I thought would be a redemptive force in my life, namely what we're told would be by this Western world, it wasn't, okay? And uh, in fact... As I started getting deeper into the fucking inherent and the inevitable shadow work that came as a result of this initial, well, not initial, it was one of the many, you know what I mean? Quote unquote dark nights of the soul, is I started to realize that my desire to just fucking buy in completely into the Western world was itself a fucking a desire to uh you know avoid having to do the immense shadow work necessary to come to grips with how deeply of a fucking hurt person I was, bro. Still am to this day, you know what I mean. Working on trying to get better every day. It's not a fucking linear. It's not a linear process, bro. It's a fucking spiral. You know what I mean. You're gonna go back and forth and up and down, and it's just a continuous process. With the only hope being that every day will be better than the last. You know what I mean. Um, and I realized that my desire to buy into this Western world was nothing more than uh, 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 itself—a fucking latent desire to avoid again doing the shadow work necessary to actually become a fucking a good person, bro, a happy person, right? To address how prominently many of the wounds, emotional and spiritual that were truly affecting my life, dog, and realize that no matter how much I bought into this Western material world, if I didn't address those issues, bro, I would never have real happiness and thus be able to make a truly good life, right? Because I would never be able to live with myself I, you know, unless I dealt with these issues that were like fucking consuming me, bro. And, uh, I mean, you know, this is where the recovery element of hood philosophy comes in. It's this recovery on the one hand, yeah, from the alcohol. Because, you know, again, you to go from getting blackout drunk every fucking day practically. But I've dialed it back. I haven't quit alcohol entirely. Maybe one day I will. You know what I mean? But my consumption is such where, you know, maybe a few drinks on the weekend at best. You know what I mean? So I consider that a little bit of progress, right? Um, But more importantly, dog, it's recovery from, it's a recovery of life, yo. It's a recovery of you know the manufactured dream that is just so unfulfilling to so many people around the world. A recovery from all of the aforementioned addictions that we have. Me personally, like I mentioned, social media, fucking um, alcohol abuse, I suppose as well. You know what I mean? A uh, uh, food dog for me personally, like I fucking love junk food. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 all these things that all these practices that we engage all these addictions that we engage in in an effort to try to uh, 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 uh ignore the fucking just the ever-growing angst and pain and suffering that is from inherent with the emotional unresolved emotional and spiritual wounds you know what i'm saying and uh until i i realized that until i actually addressed those right there bro nothing that i would do would ever bring me true happiness because i would never be able to be happy with myself you know what i mean and uh as I was going through this, as I was going through this, dog, one of the things that really struck with me. So, this is this is what I'm talking about when I was like laying the foundation for this hood philosophy shit. This is what I'm talking about, dog. When I was writing this shit, th- th- this podcast that I'm giving you, this is what I was fucking coming to terms with. This is what I was coming to realize is how is it possible, bro, that someone like myself who was so fucking highly educated, there was a point in time when I was, I guess I'm still there, bro. I haven't made the commit the decision to fully commit either one way or another to either dropping out or continuing forward with my PhD program. I'm at the dissertation phase. I'm right fucking there. It's the end, you know, it's the finish line. But, uh, I haven't made the decision one way or another to either commit or just fucking drop out completely. But, um, one thing that was fucking with me is how can somebody who is so highly educated, right? According to the Western world, by their standards, someone like myself who is so fucking highly educated, how is it possible that I'm having such a difficult time learning the ways in which to live a happy life, bro? And, uh. It, this really fucked me, especially because there's one thing that my grandfather always said. He's like, I don't know how you can be so educated, but so dumb sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, and he would, he would talk about this specifically when, when it would come to religion, because my grandpa's not a practicing Christian, but he does believe in the existence of a God, whether it's the Christian God or not. Like I don't, you know, like it's irrelevant, but he does believe in the existence of a God. And there was a time when I didn't, bro. I, I straight up didn't. I was a fucking atheist. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that I do believe in God because I'm not a Christian, bro. I don't know how many fucking times I got to emphasize this. You know what I mean? But I do adhere more, obviously, to the Nawa idea of teot, the sacred energy, which implies that everything is sacred, bro, including, you know, reality, life. You know what I mean? So that's more inclined to where I believe in. You know what I mean? So, but why that's important is because before I fucking uh, fell into the, uh, before I fell upon this Nawa, our ancestral Nawa philosophy, I was just like, well, I'm not a Christian, so I guess that must mean I'm a fucking atheist. You know what I mean? So I remember having a conversation once with my grandpa, and he's asking, my grandparents, and they're asking, do you believe in God? And I said, no. Like, why? Why should I? And, you know, my grandma, like, broke down crying and shit, and my grandfather was like, God, you're so fucking stupid. How is it possible that you're so educated, but you're so fucking stupid? You know what I mean? But uh, that that's kind of the point that I was trying to get at. And that's, It really fucked me when I realized, like, how is it that I'm so educated, but I lack the fucking basic skills necessary to lead a good, happy life. Like I've done everything that I'm told, that I was told would, you know, lead me to this and I'm not fucking happy. So what the fuck, you know what I mean? And um, that really started to fuck with me, dog, because obviously education means a lot to me. Like it's something I value deeply, bro. Um, since a young age, since I'm young age, I was always fucking like, it was always impressed upon me, especially by my grandfather. It was very important for him to, for me to get educated. You know what I mean? Like how important education is, you know what I mean? And, uh, and then going through the public schools, the K-12 system, we're always fucking brainwashed with this idea that education is going to be this saving grace, if you will, that's going to help elevate people like myself out the hood. You know, it's going to take us out of the struggle, right? Um, and, you know, I bought that shit completely. Now, to be fair, I'm not going to sit here in front like education hasn't helped me in that respect, dog, because obviously it has, right? As a philosophy professor, I, yeah, I can only have that job with a fucking highly fucking advanced degree. You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking live in the hood anymore. I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not where I was when I was a fucking five, six, seven, eight, basically all the way through high school year old. You know what I'm saying? Until I fucking left for the military. I'm not in the hood anymore. You know what I mean? I can always go back. That's a fucking ever-linging thread, which is, you know, part of the process of learning how to properly manage your money, which of course, again, they don't fucking teach us in school. You know what I mean? But we'll put that aside for now and just realize like the thread is always there. You can always go back, but you can always move up too. You know what I mean? Um... So I'm not going to sit here in front like fucking education hasn't done great things for me because it has. You know what I mean? Um, but what really fucked with me is realizing that <laughs> it, the education that I, received, that I received, yo, this fucking highly advanced collegiate education, it, it came with some severe drawbacks, bro. Chief among which being that it limited and still does in many ways my personal growth and development, right? Again, as liberating as education can be, there's no doubt that it comes with this fucking... It, it it limits, just for lack of a better word, okay, uh, namely in the sense that it's, it closes off different ways of engaging with reality in favor of those ways which are privileged by education, right? We see this in full effect, for instance, with the people who, like I once was, refused to take into account the opinion of, quote-unquote, non-educated people, assuming wrongly, wrongly, that because they didn't have a degree, that they're intelligent and they have nothing to offer in terms of wisdom, which could fucking clearly not be any further from the truth, bro. And in fact, in many instances, it's these folk who have, you know, rebuffed college, the college scam, Like we're going to be completely honest, the liberal arts for sure, like I fucking got fucking hoodwinked into, that seem to be doing best in terms of surviving in the, in the world, bro. Where the value of a college degree is becoming, unfortunately, increasingly less valuable. The more It's just basic supply and demand, bro. You push this fucking college scam on enough people, inevitably, the degrees that were once fucking worth so much will become worth less and less because more people have them. It's basic economics. You know what I mean? Um, To this day, dog, like I'll kick it with people, you know, some of them who barely graduated high school. Some who didn't. They didn't fucking graduate high school at all and fucking forget about going to college. You know what I mean? And yet many of them, dog, they make as much or in in many instances more money than i do with my fancy degrees i'm thinking here my sister bro she don't have a fucking she don't have a high school diploma she don't even got a ged but she makes fucking six figures every year you know what i mean like it's fucking amazing good for her uh, salute to her you know what i mean um so what i'm trying to say dog is you have these hood motherfuckers yo who are like a living testament to the fact that the, the idea that college is the only way to get by in society is a fucking myth bro And unlike these folk, many of us that did take the college road are not only limited in the ways that we can understand reality, you know, typical like, what's your source, dorks? You know what I mean? But uh, limited also in the possibilities outside of it, because we don't have the skills necessary to work jobs, if you will, outside of our degree field. Okay. and then don't even get me started like on the fucking student loan crisis or the fact that fucking... The degrees that, you know, most of us paid outlandish amounts of money for in order to buy into this American dream did nothing more than prepare us to fucking work for the white man, bro. You know what I mean? To work for the white man's system of finance to continue building the white man's world at our expense, okay? Um, (laughs) What I'm trying to say here, dog, is like, it's this fucking, this, this whole college shit, how it relates to the emotional growth and development in the limited fucking ways is like, We're fucking corralled into these universities, bro. We're fucking brainwashed into fucking partaking in this university system since elementary school. We're told how important it is. And you get to the point afterwards, like where I'm at now, and you start to ask yourself, like, is it really fucking worth it? Was it really necessary? Because what did I realistically learn? Yeah, I got some dope ass philosophy knowledge that I could have fucking learned by myself if we're being completely honest. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah, I got some dope ass philosophy knowledge and uh, yeah, it got me the degree necessary to get my job, which is all fucking great. Don't get me twisted. You know what I mean? But in terms of like surviving in the world, what the fuck did it really do for me, bro? And the answer is not a whole lot because for one, it didn't teach me how to integrate and engage with my own personal self. You know what I mean? It didn't teach me how to fucking engage with all the issues that I personally was having from fucking living a good, happy life. All it ever did was continue this fucking Western idea that it's one necessary step in many to achieve this materialistic life of value that we're told to lead to a good life in the Western world, right? And I bought that Kool-Aid, bro, hook, line, and sinker. I genuinely thought that pursuing a college degree was the way out of the struggle. And again, okay, <laughs> maybe it is, bro. Maybe it has a, it does play a role, okay? Maybe just me personally, I fucked up by majoring in philosophy, right? But also, maybe what happened is that we were sold a bill of goods, knowing full well that the majority of us, what we truly needed was, you know, on one hand, to learn a craft that would enable us to fucking, you know, fill many of uh, one of the many labor intensive jobs that society in general just has always needed. You know what I mean? That are made to look unglorious for whatever reason compared to like a marketing degree or a philosophy degree. Okay. But more importantly, bro. um. (laughs) To fucking do the fucking, the growth, like the individual growth, like the personal growth, the spiritual growth, like that shit was never fucking valued in a university setting. I never took a fucking quiz or midterm exam saying, how has this philosophy class that you're taking right now helped you personally overcome many of the issues that undoubtedly led you to fucking major in philosophy in the first place? None. I never took a quiz like that. Why? Because that's not what the fuck philosophy gives a fuck about in academia, dog. All they care about is fucking, you know continuing the high the, the, the hustle, bro, fucking cycling students through these fucking institutional learning facilities at the, regardless of what it fucking, you know, regardless of what the expense is going to have to be incurred to students themselves, okay? And then just to keep the train rocking and rolling, right? Now, to be fair, I myself am, you know, I'm guilty of this because I, I teach in the university and I teach at the colleges, you know what I'm saying? So I'm fucking guilty of this myself. So I, you know, I have I struggle with that a little bit too, but, um, Again, I try to I try to limit it just to the liberal arts specifically, dog. And uh, <laughs> I try to keep my critiques, uh, namely to the liberal arts, because that's where I got my degree from, the liberal arts. Maybe the STEM majors can fucking look at, listen to this and be like, well, that's where you fucked up, dog. You should have got a fucking degree in engineering and fucking, you know, whatever. To which I say, you're probably right, homeboy. You're probably right, okay? Um, but regardless, whatever the case is, even with a degree in fucking engineering and fucking, you know, uh, computer uh, programming or whatever... The point that I'm trying to make here is that it still would not have addressed the issues, the underlying emotional, spiritual, attitudinal issues that were keeping me, that are keeping many of us from living a good, happy life. The traumas that we've experienced, the fucking uh, unintegrated shadow work that we've not completed. You know what I mean? Because you can make fucking six stacks a year, dog. You can make more than that. But unless you're fucking right here, like if unless you're right, like in your fucking, you know. In your tonalis, we'll say your heart, your soul, your fucking, your heart, your brain, your liver. You know what I mean? Unless you're right in those places, dog, you ain't never going to be happy. It doesn't matter how much money you make, okay? So um, basically what happens is I come to this idea. I come to this understanding that, yo, I pretty much got hoodwinked, bro. This college shit wasn't necessarily my ticket out of the hood. Because you can take the homie out the hood, but you cannot take the hood out the homie unless the homie himself is actively fucking doing the work necessary to do so. What am I talking about the hood in me personally? The fucking survival mechanisms that I developed, just trying to survive, navigating my way through fucking poverty. You know what I mean? Trying to navigate my way through fucking a broken home, having no parents at home. Uh, Trying to navigate myself by fucking, you know, growing up with my fucking, my siblings being raised by our grandparents, essentially. Different parents, all raised by the grandparents. You know what I mean? That's why I call them my brothers and my sisters. You know what I mean? They're realistically my cousins, bro. But like, we didn't grow up as cousins. We grew up as fucking brothers and sisters. We all lived in the same house. We We were raised mostly by the same grandparents you know what I mean our parents would fucking take us out but occasionally to their houses but we'd always find our way back to our grandparents for whatever reason you know what I mean so when I say like the hood you can't take the, the hood out the homie that's what I mean like trying to just survive growing up in those environments you know what I mean and the college had no fucking interest in helping address that bro my college degree was only interested in trying to find a way to profit off of me bro what did I get in return? I got a fucking, I, I got a good, I got a degree, dog. Like, whether it's a good degree or bad, like, yeah, it's good now because I'm employed. But, you know, the semester can end, my fucking, you know, the contracts can end and that's it, dog. Like, you got to fucking find a way outside of it. You know what I mean? And all I would be left with is degree, dog, and a limited way of navigating reality outside of this reductive Western materialist capitalist lens. And that's when the fucking, that's... <laughs> That's when the fucking core of this fucking dark night of the soul, if you will, really kicked into gear back when I was in my 30s. You know what I mean? Realizing just how badly I had been fucked over. Not, I don't want to say how badly I had been fucked over because that victimizes myself. I'm not trying to give it a victim narrative. How badly the lack of control that I took of my life led me to a terrible situation that I placed myself into because of the traps that are set up by this Western reductive materialist economic capitalist world. You know what I'm saying? This is fucking, this is the hopelessness that I'm talking about, bro. And that all that we're offered to alleviate it was, you know, to alleviate the suffering inherent with this hopelessness is fucking Walmart's, McDonald's, you know, and reality TV shows that do nothing more than fucking further in us into this white man's world, bro, by giving us the options or perhaps better stated, the distractions uh, that have been created to pacify the pain of this kind of existence. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I just basically got to the point where I realized like, yo, this is a giant control system, bro. And it's been perfected in nearly every way that is supposed that, you know, that is supported rather by giant institutions that have primed us, yo, that have primed most of us, certainly into believing that, you know, questioning them and the role that they play in advancing life in the 21st century Western world is unhinged conspiratorial nonsense, dog. A fact that, to be clear is only further galvanized in institutional for, uh, learning facilities, yo. Like the colleges I work at and the, where I got my fucking degrees from. Like, I struggle with this shit on a spiritual level every fucking day, yo. Knowing that I am part of that system and a product of that system at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, and this alone, in my opinion, is reason alone to be suspect of what universities and colleges have to say. Especially just the liberal arts, I should be clear. Because I can't speak on the STEM field because I never, you know, I didn't major in the STEM field. So I'll say the liberal arts for sure, right? And, you know, at the risk of being further suspect, again, I'll outright admit that <laughs> it's hypocritical of me because, you know, it's my self-interest as a fucking person who works there to want students to continue to fucking take classes in the liberal arts and philosophy because without it, I, you know, I can't pay my fucking light bill basically, right? Well, I could, but it's a lot. I, I enjoy fucking being able to pay, philosophizing is what I'm trying to say, okay? Um... Yeah, dog, and it it fucking hurts my spirit because I realize that education is such a powerful... It really is. Education is such a powerful, redemptive tool, bro. It could be used for so much fucking great and individual people's lives. And yet the institutions that we've ensured, that we've entrusted with the fucking continuation of the education of our nation is fucking predicated on lies, bro, right? We're not coming to school to better our lives. We're coming to school to learn how to fucking be obedient members of society, right? A society that's built on our backs, bro. We're coming here to learn to be, you know, quote unquote, productive members of society that depends on our labor to function. Right. And most importantly, we're coming to continue this fucking work. All we're doing is propagating these these colonial control structures, dog, for the express benefit of the fucking of, of the colonizers, dog, by teaching us everything that only works for their system, right? They keep all the valuable information about how to navigate their system to themselves and they only teach us what is necessary to fucking continue it, to continue furthering it. Uh, So one of the problems that I have when people are like, yo, you're a smart motherfucker, to which I tell them like, nah, dog, I'm book smart maybe, but there are some really smart motherfuckers out there who have figured out this control system and are able to fucking work outside of it. You know what I mean? I have not yet been able to do so and those are the real motherfuckers that are smart as fuck. These are motherfuckers that Many of them don't have college degrees. Many of them don't even have high school diplomas, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, this idea of what makes a smart motherfucker and what doesn't make a smart motherfucker hugely based off this colonial fucking power structure that is what I'm trying to fucking get to the core of, yo. You know what I mean? So this impetus of any realistically is like it's that's this is the core. This this insight is the core impetus for hood philosophy, dog. I didn't want to continue basically being a willing, (laughs) God, to continue willingly being a part of a system that's just so problematic, dog. One where, you know, blatant miseducation permeates the hallways of institutions that, again, we've been guarded with advancing the knowledge of humanity. You know what I mean? I didn't want to become, I didn't want to become, I still don't to this day, one of those old dusty academics sitting down watching this shit happen like it ain't no thing. You know what I mean? I personally may have spent my entire life learning the wrong shit that they quote unquote taught me, like how to hate my own people, how to devalue my life, right? And overvalue that of a life of the peoples where I have nothing in common with, okay? The wrong shit about history and all the other shit that ended me up in this fucking pit of nihilistic despair. I didn't want, I didn't want, dog. You know, I, I didn't want to be that person who perpetuates that system. I don't want that karma on my fucking, on my Akashic record, if you will, right? So I said, fuck it, dog. I'm going to stop doing academic philosophy and I'm going to start doing hood philosophy instead. It's funny, dog. At least I like to think it's pretty funny. Um, The first time that I fucking said this hood philosophy shit to my fucking dissertation advisor, well, my former dissertation advisor, they ain't fucking, well, they're not at the school that I'm getting my dissertation, that I was and will, I don't know. It's fucking confusing. I don't know where the fuck I am with that situation yet, but um, at UTEP, okay, they're not there no more. But when I first told them, like, I don't want to do philosophy no more, I want to do hood philosophy, like, they laughed at me, like, in a very dismissive manner, like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog?" You know what I mean? Because, well, they're a product of the institutional academia, and for them, there is no fucking philosophy, or in that particular sense, rhetoric, outside of the institution. There's only academic rhetoric, academic philosophy. This fucking hood philosophy shit is ridiculous. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But then... I went to my own personal class that I was teaching, you know, uh, at, the college, at one of the colleges that I work at. And I told my students the same thing. Like, I don't do regular philosophy. I do hood philosophy. And I got a fucking giant laugh, but a complete different laugh in this kind of sense. It wasn't a fucking dismissive laugh. It was like, oh shit, like I feel that, dog. You know what I mean? Which really meant a lot to me because it's a community college that I work at. So this is, a, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the hood, bro. The hood is not something, it's not just the fucking. It's not just the physical location on the map. I could show you the physical location. I could prove to you fucking full well, like, yeah, dog, I'm from the hood. You know what I mean? But the hood is more than just, it's the fucking, it's more than just the physical location, bro. It's the social economic factors. The hood is nothing more than the economic status you were born into, dog. And if you were born into, like, a low, a low socioeconomic status, like, I was basically beneath poverty, beneath the poverty line. Because, again, we were raised by my grandparents. They were fucking already retired by the time they were raising us and shit. You know what I mean? So... They were fucking, they were getting by. I'm basically at this point, just my grandfather's social security because my grandmother hadn't even become eligible for social security yet. Okay. And then the little bit of money that was contributed by our fucking parents. You know what I'm saying? So just in that respect alone, dog, put aside the physical location because we were, my grandparent, my sheer force of will, dog, keep it fucking moving, homie. Siempre para adelante. Despite everything, my grandfather was still able to move us from the physical hood to a nice little fucking house, dog. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it was a two-bedroom house, and again, thirteen motherfuckers sleeping up in that shit. But still, not no longer physically located in the hood. Well, not ter- like not directly in the hood before, dog. Like in the actual fucking in the fucking sticks. You know what I mean? Like the hood. And then now, just like the area itself was the hood because you know there was some nice houses, but there was some fucking you know there was some fucking ghetto ass there was some fucking ghetto ass residents in them. You know what I mean? Because renters and all that kind of shit um my folks my kinfolk the people i grew up with dog okay social economic statuses we're in the hood okay anyways the point is that <clears throat> the, the majority of the students a community college that's this is where we're coming from dog i went to the community college when i came back from the military i started at the community college that i work at yo um so i know what it is to these students i know what they are you know what i mean These are my fucking these are my people dog from the hood you know what i mean there are many of them, first-generation Americans, quote unquote, who are coming here and trying to partake in this Western economic system by way of a capital or a, a, a college degree. You know what I mean? So uh, the whole point is like it was. It, it really resonated with me, and I really appreciated that shit. And you know, it made me realize that this philosophy shit, dog, it's so much more than just perpetuating this cult of personality inherent with academic philosophy, bro. This fucking outright disgusting Plato worship, bro. It's just like, oh my god fucking jerk yourselves off if you will okay that's basically all the history of fucking western academic philosophy is everyone fucking circle jerking each other trying to prove how great plato is you know what i mean like i'm fuck you dog like that shit i have no i have no interest in perpetuating that shit dog the interest that i have is about liberating the knowledge from the ivory tower bro and making it readily available to where it matters most the fucking streets homie the streets where it can be you know where it can have an impact on the everyday lives of people like myself that's what the fuck i'm interested in yo okay okay and uh, I've had an unfortunate amount of experience with quote-unquote professional philosophers to know that the majority of them, they could give a motherfucker less about us, dog. That they could give a motherfucker less about us. And the question is, why the fuck should we give a fuck about them at all in any way, shape, or form? You know? Why the fuck should I care about people who clearly don't care about me? That's fucking stupid, bro. And uh, for one... <laughs> you know, you realize that for this day, you know, philosophy is, it's a highly privileged study. I'll be, I'll be the first to admit it. That is a fucking stupid decision on my, well, I don't want to say stupid because it's, it's paid off so far, but I didn't realize just how fucking, bro, like my spirit spoke to me, dog. My spirit said like, this is what you got to major in. Okay. And even then I still, initially I chose psychology because like, I can't go back to my grandpa's house and tell him that I'm fucking majoring in philosophy. This is when I first started uh, college. You know what I mean? So, even my spirit, I'm telling you, I was sitting there choosing majors, you know, my first day of orientation, and I'm, like, looking between psychology and philosophy, and I'm like, fuck, dog, my spirit is telling me philosophy, but, you know, my mind is saying, nah, yo, you gotta fuck it, you know what I mean? So, okay, psychology, and I, I did psychology for, like, the first year, and I was like, man, fuck this, dog, I'm, I'm a philosophy major, bro, and, you know, like, I just, I went with it, right, my spirit was speaking to me. In retrospect, I was young, you know what I mean? I was youngish, I was, like, 23, 22, something like that. Anyways, um... In retrospect, like I I think back about it now, like how much knowledge I have about just, you know, how the world works more so than I did at 22. I'm like, yo, that was a fucking, oh, that was a, that was a bold decision, right? It's paid off so far, dog, but that was a bold decision. I won't say stupid, but I'll say it's pretty fucking bold. You know what I mean? To major in philosophy, because the majority of people that I fucking went to school with, dog, these are motherfuckers from the burbs, yo. These are people who had like secure fucking incomes from their parents and shit. They didn't have to worry about a fucking college degree to mean anything to them, you know what I mean? These are motherfuckers who already had eyes on law school and the philosophy degree was just something that passed the time until they get into law school, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so when I say this is like a very privileged study, this is what I'm talking about, bro. It's something that a very select few people still to this day, even though the libraries are right down the fucking street, there's something to be said about learning the philosophy from a professor. So I won't discount that, you know what I mean? Um, cause they'll, they'll have, they help guide, you know, I help guide people, you know, immersing themselves in philosophy for their first time. But, uh, it's very privileged. It's a very privileged study. You know what I mean? And it's, it's historically has been, and it's still is to this day. And the reason why I emphasize this is because, because it's a privileged study, it implies that the people who are doing it, they have no fucking idea about what it is to be fucking to come from the hood. They don't have any idea about the struggles from the hood. At best, they appropriate the struggles from the hood. There was this one philosopher; she's a very famous philosopher, and uh, she's a white woman. Okay, and uh, she came down to the, the the borderland, my hood. She came down to my hood, right? And she actually she came well, it's the borderland, but she came to our sister city in Juarez, Mexico, right? And uh, she was there to talk about the plight of the, uh, of the of the of the Mexican woman, and it's just like how fucking. Out of touch with reality are you to think that you this fucking white academic philosophy from fucking upper middle class America has any idea what a fucking woman who is working the maquilas, the fucking sweatshops in Juarez is going through. Just because you're a woman does not mean in any way shape or form you have an idea of what the fuck these women are going through. You know what I mean? Only those women could fucking tell you what they're going through and without that like there's just there's no way to properly reflect the reality that they're living. You know what I'm saying? And uh, unfortunately for them, because philosophy is such a privileged fucking practice, most of them will never have the opportunity to gain the philosophical fucking wherewithal to be able to convey their experiences in the way that this feminist philosopher was able to do for them. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm trying to say is like, they don't know what the struggle in the hood is. They just come and take the struggle from the hood and fucking, you know, write a paper about it to further advance their academic career. They don't know what it is. They don't care what it is and so on. You know what I mean? So when I say taking back the philosophy from the ivory towers, from liberating it from the fucking ivory towers and bring it to the streets, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck about these little socially awkward nerds, dog, with superiority complexes, because that's what the fuck philosophy majors really are, yo. A lot of them, okay? They're these fucking scrawny, frail fucking nerds, yo. And, you know, those professors, there's no difference between most of them themselves. You know what I mean? And they only ever come down from the ivory towers like this lady who came down here to the borderland to fulfill their quote-unquote papal responsibility of enlightening the rest of us plebs right by pontificating about what they believe the world should be you know what i mean and it's just like man fuck you dog that is not at all at all what this shit is about homie okay and then you know These views are only further complicated for me personally, dog, by these fucking turds who are only, you know, these fucking elitist fucks, you know, with this tendency, these professional philosophers, quote unquote, uh, who only consider the opinions of fellow fucking pulpiteers like them, you uh, know, they only, uh, you know, these people who occupy privileged positions and, you know, most likely discovered their quote unquote truth from the comfort of a fucking computer chair, dog, having never, ever spent a moment out on the streets with the rest of us, you know what I'm saying? And that's a shame, homie. And that's a shame because as philosophy professors, I'm telling you, dog, we truly do occupy a special role. These motherfuckers, if they actually spent a moment in the hood, yo, they would realize that, yo, as important as it is maybe to be teaching about the allegory of the cave. I personally believe that it's probably a little bit more important to teach about how to be a good fucking person. How to be a fucking happy person. We have all this fucking masturbatory talk about philosophy about how it's concerned with that. But when we actually sit down to study philosophy, it doesn't deal with that at all. Because like I told you, I never sat down to take a fucking midterm when I was getting my degree that asked me, how has Plato's fucking allegory of the cave helped you resolve any of the issues that have fucking eating you alive right now and that are keeping you from living a good, happy life? The answer is none because, again, it's a masturbatory practice philosophy. It's a sterilized practice in in academia. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why it's sterilized and, and one of the many reasons, it's easy to just say white supremacy, like, yeah, sure, white supremacy, but also because the majority of the people who are fucking philosophizing have, again, no idea what the fucking real world is like. And if they did, I would be generous enough to say that maybe they would see the importance of teaching philosophy from a practical perspective, like, yo... Integrate the shadow. Do the fucking heal. You know, recover your existence. Fucking uh, address all these emotional and spiritual wounds that are keeping you from being happy, et cetera, and so on and so forth. Right? This is why I say that being a philosophy professor is so fucking important, dog. We we help shape minds, bro, and we sharp we help sharpen critical thinking. Okay, and we could be helping to expand the breadth and knowledge of the human experience, bro. If only we could move beyond these fucking petty commitments of what we're told philosophy is and what we're told philosophy can be, okay? Basically, nothing more than this fucking glorified structure to uphold white supremacy, dog. So, yeah, dog, you know, it's unfortunate, dog. It's unfortunate and honestly a little bit hysterical, okay, when we further uh, complicate, if you will, this issue by realizing that the majority of the philosophies that we're teaching y'all. They're of absolutely zero relevance or even interest, dog. I can't tell you still to this day. Like it fucking pains me. It pains me when I'm sitting in a philosophy class and teaching the shit that I have to teach and I see students fucking nodding off. And I'm just like, yo, I'm trying like to I'm trying to make this as relevant and engaging as possible, but I don't fucking blame you. For y'all motherfuckers that say, you know, there's no such thing as the horror of philosophy. I will kindly remind you that anyone who has ever been forced to suffer through Kant knows exactly how horrifying that shit really is. You know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, that's what I'm trying to say is, like, we have this canonical uh, 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 academic philosophy that is of zero relevance, dog, and of zero interest to students, you know, who are in the class. They're only forced to be there because of how the, the college fucking system works. You know what I mean? Especially the ones from the hood, bro. What I mean by that is, like, instead of teaching shit of actual relevance, like, the skills necessary for how to think correctly, you know, we teach them bullshit, like, instantiation, because that's what philosophy is, Right. And, you know, to be sure, that's part of what philosophy is, instantiation, okay? But that is by no means the stretch of the imagination all that philosophy can be, yo, right? And to limit that knowledge by not focusing on the true desires of students like myself, like I once was, right? Again, the overarching, one of the overarching things, I don't want to be that person that perpetuates that system, knowing full well that there's students in my class that are looking around like, fuck, I wish I had someone that relates to me and would understand, Right? And be feeling alone because they don't feel as though that person is out there. I don't want to be that person, right? I want to cater. I want to teach the desires of what people want, not even just students anymore. That's why you liberate the knowledge by not even just teaching in the fucking college anymore. You start a fucking podcast like me, right? And you fucking start throwing that shit out on Instagram and fucking as a little beacon to anybody who wants to fucking who 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 feels you know unsatisfied by the fucking v- vapid fucking uh, uh 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 Western world that we're living in. You know what I'm saying? You, you we teach the shit that fucking people. Uh, uh, are actually concerned with, dog, and do so in a philosophical approach that is better suited to the needs of everyday people, like, again, those of us in the hood, right? Yeah. And, you know, and to not do that, dog, and to not do that would be to spit in the very face of the opportunity that we're given as fucking professors, man, okay, by focusing solely on this paradigm that is limited or legitimized, rather, by colonial hegemony, we're like simultaneously marginalizing minorities, dog, and constricting the study of philosophy in the foundation in such a way that it's rotting, dog. It's it's rotting into this fucking disgusting, turgid study that it's become, bro. And, and most importantly, we're like, we're conscientiously missing out and passing up on an opportunity to utilize philosophical discourse to not only liberate our bodies, but our minds and our spirits, bro, as well, from these oppressive forces that have continuously sought to marginalize us long, long before a settler ever stepped foot onto Turtle Island, dog, okay? We have the ability to transcend this entire paradigm completely and move on to like greater issues, you know, of existence, you know, like the meaning of life, bro, the meaning of life and the other burning existential questions that you have, that I have, that we all have, but have been told to put in, uh, we have been told to put aside rather in uh, in favor of more important ones, like the color of our skin, I guess. <laughs> you know, the ones that are the root, the burning existential questions that are the, at the root of much of the suffering uh, 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 that we experience on a daily basis that causes us to go out and do the shit that pacifies the pain in the first place. You know what I mean? Like protesting or binge eating rather than, you know, confronting it in a manner that is truly, truly conducive to living a good life, bro. A good life of meaning and purpose and value. Okay. The kind, you know, we're, we're told instead to focus on the shit that, you know, we've been brainwashed to passively accept as healthy by these fucking fake woke jokes out here, dog. Many of which are professors who have stripped us of our fucking agency all at the expense of the joy inherent as this experience called life. They're saying put aside all of the joy That comes with this fucking experience of life. And focus on this shit instead. And if this shit you know, uh, has you feeling some type of way, just pacify that pain with some junk food or some fucking reality TV programming or fucking with some new clothes or whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? doesn't matter how unhappy you are as an individual. You got to just put on a happy face and fucking keep it moving, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, dog. That's not how it fucking works. You know what I mean? And as a philosophy professor, we have the ability. As philosophers, dog, I'm not even talking about philosophy professors anymore. As philosophers, we have the opportunity to address this shit like on an authentic level. You know what I mean? Why we don't? I mean, fuck, there's so many reasons as to why, dog. I mean, there's so many reasons why. But the point, at least for now, is, you know, to understand that part of the reason why me personally, I'm struggling to, you know, just to like just to bring it all into conclusion, to uh, a part of the reason why I'm struggling to navigate the waters that have arised in the passing of my, uh, you know, uh, in the passing of my brother is that despite the fucking vast amount of education I've received, homie, I'm still I'm still in the progress that I you know uh, of trying to educate myself uh, in ways to deal with the fucking emotional issues of life, with the with with the spiritual issues of life. You know what I mean? And because of the college degrees, I'm going to go on a further tangent and say I've been limited in my ability to do so because. Maybe it's maybe it's just a limit that I put on myself, dog. Or maybe it's because you know the, the the academia isn't really focused on these issues, despite the fact that they say that they're focused on these issues. Whatever the case might be, like it's a lot of work to get those degrees, you know what I mean? And that work could have easily been put into fucking spiritual development. Now, whether this society values such spiritual development or not, that's a different fucking question. Whether I could have been able to survive on this society because of just spiritual development alone, different fucking question. But the point is, yo. That I could, in that, all that time, have had the best of both worlds. I could have had an education that simultaneously satisfied my need to survive in an economic system as well as fulfill the spiritual needs that we, the emotional needs that we as human beings fundamentally need in order to be able to live good, happy lives. You know what I mean? And, you know, since that wasn't the case, obviously, I don't have many of the tools that are necessary to deal with the issues that arise in the passing of a loved one. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of issues that uh, come to the surface that we don't even know we're there when someone you love passes, right? And um, yeah, it's unfortunate that, you know, I spent so much time, not just in college, dog, but in K through 12, learning straight bullshit, dog. Bullshit. Fucking mitochondria, Christopher Columbus. Like I don't give a fuck about any of that. You know what I mean? Um, When I could have been learning proper ways to heal, proper ways to fucking uh, uh, live a happy life. You know what I mean? That's the reason why I studied philosophy, bro. The field where we are told this is concerned with the knowledge of how to live a good, happy life. And I fucking learned none of that. I learned what Plato thought a good life was, you know what I mean? But I didn't really learn how to apply that shit in a fucking way that was tangible, right? I'm learning still to this day how to do so, right? All I got was fucking European brainwashing, bro. Concerned with, again, upholding this myth of white supremacy. It's fucking bullshit, right? And again, all that time it could have been learning the actual skills necessary for survival, not to survive and thrive how to navigate heartbreak, and so on. But it wasn't. And maybe, honestly, it never will be because you got to consider the very real possibility that the Western world doesn't want fully integrated, authentic people, that it only survives because people are fucking broken, okay? Because if you're broken, I can sell you something to fix it. It might not be what you need to fix it, but it'll take away the pain, even if only shortly, including a college degree, right? Which is fucked up because... As an educator, I truly do believe in the value of an education, man, and I believe that it should be readily available for all, right? As I've said before many times, I do, yes, genuinely believe that philosophy can save us, right? As an individual, it can save the world as a whole from many of the ills that seem to be plaguing us, right? Right? And I believe so strongly in it that I'm, you know, I'm convinced that it should be taught to students as early as elementary, dog, because it could potentially help alter the trajectory of our lives in a radically different way, right? Whether or not that's what the government wants, different story, right? And unfortunately, we know that this is obviously not the case. And what we're left with instead is this educational system that, you know, would rather, would rather fucking privilege problematic curriculums over those which could potentially have a profound impact on our lives, dog. Now, to be fair it's not the government's job to educate you. So, you should, you know, people like myself, like I can complain about it all I want, but at the core, I know like it's on me, dog. The impetus is on me. What I'm, I guess I'm ultimately saying is like, I just wish I hadn't been brainwashed into thinking that college was A, necessary for me to be happy and B, that because I went through there, that doesn't mean that, uh, or rather because I went through it, I kind of wish that, you know, it would have taught me how to do so, but doesn't mean that it doesn't it, that I have to be the one to perpetuate. Like I can change that, you know what I mean? Whether I can change it in my classroom or not, different story. Because like I said, start a fucking podcast, do a fucking Instagram. Who gives a fuck? Throw the knowledge out there one way or another. You know what I mean? Don't be that motherfucker, dog. Who me? I'm talking to me, me personally, right? Uh, who just accepts the fucking status quo, right? Don't be that motherfucker who just perpetuates this fucking system that's clearly broken, dog, right? Don't be that motherfucker that doesn't address the shit that people are deeply concerned about, yo, irrespective of how crazy it may look you, <laughs> it may make you appear to be, dog. Don't be fucking afraid, homie. Don't be scared, homie, right? Because the truth is, like, I know if I'm feeling it, there's many others out there, yo, who, you know, feel increasingly isolated, alienated, and alone in a world that's fucking full of billions of people, right? Right? For no other reason than a simple inability to relate to anyone on the most personal of levels that, again, we all experience, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I guess to just to tie it all up, then, the whole point of this was that this is, you know, this was something that I was working on fucking five years ago, dog. You know what I mean? And it's the this is where the, the hood philosophy comes from. It's this sincere fucking desire to send out a beacon into the dark, yo, to let you know that, you know what? Yeah, yo, shit can get fucking, it can get pretty bleak pretty quickly. You know what I mean? but you're not alone, homie. You're definitely not alone, right? That you, like myself and many others who have endured the indoctrination of institutional learning facilities, whether they be in the hood or the burbs, like you were all part of a growing contingent that realizes just how deeply we've been fucking fucked, yo, how deeply we've been miseducated. And we're seeking ways to potentially undo the negative programming in hopes of establishing a greater life for oneself. You know what I mean? To let you know that, Despite the seemingly apocalyptic times that we are living in, there does exist, bro, a growing contingent of hope and faith in our ability to transcend this current condition, yo. And I see it most in the conversations that I have, not just in my classroom, dog, but outside of them as well. You know, it might not be immediately evident, but once we educate, I feel, me personally, I do genuinely believe that once we educate our hearts and our faces in a way that we can learn to ask the kinds of questions that all humans, dog, all humans, Irrespective of their philosophical dispositions, have had at least once at one point in their life, right? As opposed to, you know, the generic ones we ask when, you know, we're in conversation with one another, you know, the the kind of questions that we ask in hopes of finding in strangers we just met, uh, a mutual interest, if you will, that we can parlay into a sustained conversation that contains as much, a kind of fucking conversation that uh, sustains as few of these, uh, uh uncomfortable silences if you will right as possible before we can finally go our separate ways and talk shit about how awkward that person we just spent the last hour socializing with you know was how awkward they were to people that we spent you know the many years the past years doing so with and now we're more comfortable with them you know what i mean and uh (laughs) unmindful of the fact that the entire time the entire what i'm trying to say here dog is like it's and i don't mean i'm guilty of this i'm guilty of this okay But I'll post shit talking about like, oh, I wish motherfuckers out there were more interested in fucking, uh, they were more interested in having conversations of depth and meaning. Despite the fact that at any given moment, you're fucking stuck in these conversations where you feel as though you're being forced and trying to avoid the uncomfortable conversations You know, you could have asked these deep questions about the nature of reality, right, that most of us are interested in, yo, instead, you know, instead of actively suppressing them in the interest of maintaining the fucking social norms, right, out of a desire to not be viewed as fucking awkward or whatever, you know what I'm saying, for broaching in public. That's that's kind of the point that I'm trying to say here. Yeah, it's easy to think that other people don't fucking feel this way, dog, but it's not true, yo. There's many people who are fucking genuinely interested out there in moving beyond mere pleasantries and small talk dog and engaging in fucking detailed conversation about shit like what philosophy is or interdimensional aliens or fucking time travel and the like. You know what I'm saying? But um, (laughs) if we don't fucking, you know, we don't send that beacon out there, you'll never know. You'll just, you'll never know. And I think uh, uh, one of the most... uh, Rewarding. One of the most rewarding things about actually engaging in these kinds of conversation is that you'll come to realize that, yo, the streets are hungry, my G. The streets are fucking hungry, dog. They're starved. They're starved for knowledge. They're starved for wisdom. They're starved for truth, right? Namely, that which will help them us make sense of many of the strange and complex questions that we all have undoubtedly had at one point in life or another. You know what I mean? The streets are hungry. Uh, the streets are hungry, rather. Not because... These virtues have any value in and of themselves, but rather because people want to live the good life, dog, associated with the pursuit, all right, acquisition and ultimate implementation of what we're told will lead us there. I'm not saying that Western fucking society is terrible, dog. Like there's obviously some dope benefits to it. Me sitting here giving you this podcast being one of them for me personally. You know what I mean? What I am saying, though, is that just being able, just having the opportunity alone to give the podcast is not enough to live a good life, bro. It takes some intense fucking interpersonal shadow work, if you will, in order for that to be the case. And, you know, it takes a fucking sincere community commitment, like authenticity, I should say, more importantly. Like it takes a community of people that you fucking vibe with, dog. And the only way to find that community that you vibe with is to be fucking authentic with yourself. You know what I mean? You might feel as though you're alone, as I did, certainly, until you fucking just, you just say like, you know what, dog? Maybe the only reason I'm alone is because I don't fucking truly engage with people in a meaningful way. And that's on me, not on them, because I have the opportunities. I just, myself, I'm so fucking afraid of social stigmas that instead of fucking talking about the shit that, it, uh, that I'm actually interested in, I fucking keep it casual and fucking engage in small talk like, hey, how's the weather? You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be looked at as fucking weird, to which like, nah dog, fuck that, because that fear alone Of looking, you know, uh, weird, it might help you in the short term, but inevitably in the long term, it only helps further us into that pit of nihilistic despair because that's where we collapse into this idea that we're alone and that there's no one there and all that kind of bullshit. No one understands me like, nah, dog. there's people out there that do understand you, they know exactly what you're going through, you're not alone type shit, homie, you know what I mean? And that, you know, hopefully through the philosophizing process, the hood philosophy process, we can learn the skills necessary to fucking you know, articulate these ideas that we're going through in a, in, in, in a more, you know, thorough way to be able to gain the courage necessary to do that fucking deeply painful shadow work, like having to deal with the fucking issues that arise from the passing of a loved one and so on. You know what I mean? Um, And that's what I'm talking about when I say the streets are hungry, dog. People are slowly starting to realize that our institutional learning facilities, they haven't taught us anything of genuine merit and value, Right. So the streets are hungry, dog. And rather than being educated with ways that can help us resolve many of the deep-seated existential questions that we all have, we've been directed towards these empty pursuits that only offer fucking fleeting calm instead, dog. And the streets, you know, in turn, they remain hungry, dog. They remain hungry. And the answers that are genuinely given to us, like religion, the government, societal norms, or they schools, to the overwhelming questions of existence, they don't sufficiently satisfy the curiosity, dog. And they don't rest our spirits, no matter how comforting they may be. So ultimately, then, I guess what this hood philosophy shit, dog, well, what this hood philosophy shit is, is it's a conscientious desire to end that cycle, bro. To, you know, reclaim philosophy from the elites and bring it back to the streets where it belongs, if you will, right? To help us learn that the only truth that really matters and, you know, it's the one that they have tried to erase from our hearts and our fucking faces uh, so that, you know, We may seek uh, uh, so that they can keep us, you know, uh, um, uh, from keeping, uh, uh, they can keep us from seeking liberation, right? Uh, Whether it be liberation from religions, from government, from societal forces, but most importantly from ourselves, dog, right? Is these false beliefs that we so deeply subscribe to yet don't truly believe, right? From our fears and our insecurities, our self-destructive patterns of behavior that are keeping us from living our best life, dog. The whole point is to try to help us understand this hood philosophy shit that the concepts such as government, they don't give us freedom, bro. That your life really is worth more than what is dictated to you by your surroundings of your society, your ethnicity, your gender, your sexual orientation, right? It doesn't determine what you are and what you can be. Only only we can, you know what I mean? And this fucking Western reductive materialism, it doesn't, it doesn't put limits on us, dog. Only the ones that we allow it to do so, you know what I mean? It's about fucking, I don't know, man. I mean, I do know, but it's just like, fuck, dog. It's so much. It's This hood philosophy shit is so much. It's about understanding, yo, that miseducation truly is, it's a fucking cardinal sin against liberation, bro. It's a cardinal sin against equality and true freedom, okay? And the impetus then is on us, yo, on us, knowing that we cannot allow ourselves to be used to perpetuate this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to be that fucking philosophy professor who just fucking walks into the classroom and just teaches this outdated curriculum because it's easy to do and just cycling students through for the fucking sole benefit of the institution and myself. You know what I mean? Fuck that, dog. Philosophy is so much more. It can be so much more than just that, dog. It could be so much more than what Plato said thousands of years ago. It's a fucking, it truly is a powerful tool, bro. One that can strengthen the will and can make wise the countenance of the fucking hearts and the faces, bro. Of people across the world. And I personally just refuse to allow myself to remain hostage to these academic standards that say, no, that is not what philosophy is, right? So this hood philosophy shit, I guess in close, it's just this fucking, it's nothing short of a new first philosophy, bro. It's a hood philosophy. It's made by the hood. It's for the hood. Okay with the express purpose of educating students in the hood and beyond. It's not just, you know, you motherfuckers in the burb. Y'all are welcome to this shit too. You know what I mean? In such a way that will, you know, more adequately arm us with the knowledge necessary, bro, to live these fucking, to live our best lives, yo, by sharing the ideas, you know, that have persisted throughout the course of humanity, uh, of human history, and uh, how to overcome the pits of nihilistic despair. These ideas that have existed on how to overcome fucking tragedy and heartbreak. You know what I mean? And, you know, not by offering answers, bro, but rather by letting us know that <laughs> the isolation that we are feeling, it's not a prison, bro, in which, you know, we are uniquely encased in because we're all in this shit together, dog. There are millions, hundreds of millions of people around the world that feel just as alienated as we do, okay? And they're searching every bit of meaning for every bit of meaning and purpose that we are on a daily basis, okay? Okay. And, you know, that they're quietly suffering out there on the inside in a world that seems to be hell and ignoring for, again, what for many are the only real concerns in life, bro. These fucking deep-seated, lingering existential questions, right, that will help us try to make sense of this world that we're living in. And, um, yeah, I guess that's a, that's about as good a point as any to go ahead and wrap this bitch up for today. We're already gone over the hour-long <laughs> hour limit. You know what I'm saying? so, if you've made it this far, I appreciate the fuck out of it as always. You know what I mean? And uh, I hope I've done right by my brother today being able to fucking fulfill my purpose. For today, right? I can't promise tomorrow, but hopefully for today. And, uh, yeah, I guess until next time, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you then. Peace.